Party Effect podcast. <laughs> I'm Justin, the DM, and I'm currently recording from a bag of holding. Oh, that nice. I think you only have like 10 minutes of air in there, but I believe it. I'll make it work. No, there's no air in bag of holding. It's as long as you can hold your breath. Well, um, I'm holding my breath. <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> Full pd d sessions, holding breath. Nice. Hi, I'm Zach, I'm, uh, and uh, I'm playing Ada. My qualification here is I'm a monster girl expert. I have both volumes. Wow. <laughs> Wait, is that real? <laughs> yeah, I have both volumes. I have both of them. The second person I, to bring realness. Let's get him, Will. Get him. I've been bringing realness all the time. I challenge Elon Musk. I'm a fox <laughs> girl. And I... And Will- William, another player. Yeah, that's right. And I'm playing Schmil- Schmibble today. And, well, <laughs> I I talked to the, the person who designed birds, and yes, even they regret giving them a cloaca. God, it's such a terrible name. That was a good joke for all you aviary experts out there. Yeah. Talking and to you. I am Monster Girls. Fr- Fra- Franklin. Yeah. That's right, Frank Franklin. But Justin, would yes. you would please paint? Oh my God, what's that? <laughs> hey, hey, you! I have a word. Oh, oh my God, Stevie! Yeah, that's right, Justin. I have some words for you. You could only paint them a goddamn good mental picture today. Do you understand that? Because I saw what you did to me in that last few episodes, and I do not agree with it. But Back I'm keeping my realm. eyes on you. Eyes Back on to the you. shadow realm. Oh. I'm using my DM powers. (laughs) Thanks, Justin. I wasn't ready for that. But, yeah, why don't you do just that? I mean, okay, did you just, like, break a window to do this bit? (laughs) I think he just slammed on his desk. (laughs) Miles and miles and miles of flat land, grass here and there, some palm trees, coconuts, Leads into deserts, leads into forests, leads into more flat plains, until you come upon a giant laying there in the middle of nowhere in these flat plains. Uh, I'm going to upload a picture because I drew it just so you can get the the gist of uh, what I'm talking about. Oh, Uh, oh, wait, nice. Okay, I thought the, the giant was like squatting over the town. Like well, I didn't shitting. want. Yeah, I didn't want to give you the idea that he was about to take a dump. <laughs> That's exactly. Okay, so the petrified giant in his, this position, he looks like he's crawling as he got petrified, and uh, just kind of looks helpless. And below that is the town of Diamond Pond, where you two have been hired to go check out what this job is. That's apparently supposed to pay well, and. On either side is these stairs leading up and down. On the left side, you have Diamond Pond underneath the belly of this giant. And the right side is a bandit camp that is kind of a little bit under his arm. And we zoom in on you two. And uh, you guys could introduce yourselves, see what you look like. Uh, one question. Do we, do we know each other already? or You guys are both hired for the same thing you know that you're going to be meeting someone in this spot on the top of the giant. And so you guys are walking up to each other. Uh, I don't know if you've already conversed or if you want to converse now for the first time. Uh, actually, yeah, let's do that. You guys are just meeting each other. So, yeah. So 
Are we meeting at the bottom of the stairs, or where? No, you're at the tippity top, like on his back. So you see a halfling, rather short, but very finely dressed. Has tan lines on each of his fingers, where you could only guess many rings would normally be. It looks like he is probably dressing down, but holds himself very proudly, and has a very fancy loot on his back. Halfling Bard, who is part of the College of Eloquence. Yes, yes. Okay, cool. He walks up to... What What does he see? How early would you have left for this? You know, I was imagining you got there first, because okay. you're, you're military, you're very... I, oh, yeah. You got that up and early, be there, yeah. get ready. So... So when he stay when he comes walking up, he would see a, a five like a five seven tall person with like a captain jackets. You know the Marines from One Piece, those kind of like how they have like yes. the, the generals have their thing. Yes, kind of like that, just now by like all the fashionists. Okay, sitting on not like just blowing in the wind on sitting on her back, starting to gray almost hair. Uh, from the wind blowing, you see them. They're dressed in. Like standard like leather armor with but the jacket is like the one casual thing on them with a captain like a cat like a captain's hat. Yes. You could see because the wind blowing a rapier on her on her side, and on on the left you could see a host holster of a like a pistol sitting there. Mm-hmm. You could tell she's a a fox shifter. She has little fox ears sticking out through the hat, her tail. As you start walking up the stairs, because they would hear you most likely walking. I don't know. Oh, how so like the ears twitch towards me first. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know how like louder. Eh, I'm not sneaking. I I, can, I do my little strut. I strut my stuff. Yeah, I don't know. Like if you're like playing anything or just like probably just whistling scout. a little ditty. Yeah, so she she would hear that first. Oh, while turning around, she would still be glaring off into the distance of where can they see the bandit camp and stuff where yep, they are clearly. Yeah, so she would not break, like, line of sight of it. You would just hear her go, Are you the one who's hiring us for this? Well, I'm not the one who's hiring, but I'm more like <laughs> the one being hired with you. So, the name's Schmibble. And I hold out my hand. You sound greasy. <laughs> <laughs> I know. <laughs> sound like you're uh, dripping with grease. Yeah. No, I was going to also mention, like, his mustache is very twirly and it is his beard's to a point oh. with way too much grease like you could blind someone with a reflection if some if it, the sun shined on him she like looks at him and goes looks you up and down and goes you do not look like a fighter well you wouldn't be wrong on that one young lady but i can assure you one thing my assistance has helped many during combat just hopefully you can hold your own and shoot straight and I'll make sure you always hit. She goes, well, we're going to be working together. I'm AFL Winter. Nice to meet you, <laughs> AFL. Do you know where we're... <laughs> She's playing Justin. <laughs> Do you know where our employer would be? Well, we are meeting with the leader of that town down there. <laughs> I need I need to sound like that sometimes. Wait, God, working. We need to meet with the leader down there. The... Are you holding your lip or something? Nope, not at all. <laughs> nice. That's why I feel like you're doing this whole time. Nope. 
just just impressive keeping one very very relaxed i kind of pull out my instrument and tune it a little bit and i start walking towards the town she would follow behind you but being on guard she looks and goes so what can you do exactly i take it from your description you're a magic user really of course i am able to convince people very easily. It's a second nature, as you could say. So you're a negotiator. You do the negotiation, and uh, I'll make sure no one interrupts. You see how I adventure. I like to play it already. <laughs> All right. So you're heading down these stairs the entire time you're talking. There's a lot of stairs, and if you tell from the drawing. Yeah. And trying to not eat shit the whole way down. And so you get a good view of the town. It's a quaint little town. Everyone there seems content. A little farm work here, a little church work there. There is a pond nearby that looks like it's religious in some way, but it's cordoned off. It looks like something happened there recently. There's like craters in the ground. Looks like some sort of a struggle. Does this town look poor from what just like a general look over? Uh, not really. Looks like a standard town mm-hmm. that you'd randomly find in like Skyrim or Breath of the Wild. Got it. It's basically not going to be someone's going to try and shank you for just your fucking booties. Nope. Nope. Quaint little town. So you continue through the city towards what looks like the biggest building, which is a religious building, and right. you guys walk through the door. Can I? Can I roll to see if I can see? What kind of religion this is? Sure. Uh, am I rolling religion or perception? If you're trying to see what kind of religion it is, it would probably be religion yeah. to know, okay. you know, a knowledge of religion. Know, <laughs> I didn't know if you're making me roll to see if I can notice like what symbols so first. I got a 19. Whew. Spicy. Oh, nice. Yeah. Watch, I'm going to roll fucking wonder in the combat now. <laughs> it's okay. It looks like... I forgot to mention um, for the stream, the rapier... looks to have a revolver whatever the podcast the revolver (laughs) the rapier looks to have almost like a revolver cartridge I think that's what it's called it's like like winter from ruby no weiss weiss yeah almost like that yeah I chose a rapier because I'm doing dex based not strength based nice judging by the symbolism that you've seen around town all of the uh, symbols seem to be of like a fallen man mm-hmm. and the uh, body of water near it. Uh, they seem to really like that body of water and to uh, they really like that fallen man. And the fallen man is usually really big. So you might assume that they worship this giant. Mm-hmm. Okay. She would try and like s- say hushly to Mibble, um, what's your opinion on... Uh- Religion? Are you good at talking to them? Can you bullshit your? You well, bullshit from, from my experience with religion, one thing always talks to to the churches, and that's coin and promises. Fault, uh, but never do a false promise. They know all too much about that. <laughs> do you have coin? Do you have coin? Well, I have. I have a decent amount, you know. I didn't bring a lot of my fortune because I didn't deem it necessary, but I had enough to live comfortably with with a good amount of amenities. So you're saying you're more sparing than me? Yes, yes, I do. All right. So Justin, we make our we make our way to the the church, making our way downtown, walking fast. 
because if this is a very religious town, it's kind of, I imagine this is like a church slash town office. That is an accurate description as you walk in and you see in the far back the podium, the pews, stuff like that. But further back, there's just sort of like a an office, I guess, that's kind of, you know, not hidden. Like he's open there. Like that's where he hangs out, does his churchly business. It is a turtle hmm. person. Hello, we are here. Mr. Turtle, are you the one who sent for us to look into this matter of uh, artifacts, if I remember correctly? He looks up from his scrolls. He looks tired. His eyes are a little sunken, a little puffy. Oh, jeez, get some sleep, then. He stands up shakily, and he just starts crying. And he runs over to you guys, and he goes, Please! You gotta help me, and he's like on his knees. I like kind of push him away a little how bit more. Tall, like, how tall is this dude compared to us? Like six six. Oh, he huge. Yeah. He a thick boy, and turtles around, so that's also wide probably as well. Yeah, yeah. Like five feet wide. Yeah. Oof. He big. Alrighty, so please explain what you need help with. So who does he grab onto? Oh yeah, that's right. Well, uh, Schmibble said he kind of like got out of his way and he just falls to his hands and knees pushes like, oh, like uh. collects himself he stands up wipes his tears and he's like my name's Dubbo I'm the spiritual leader of this town notice how I didn't say leader because the bandits on the other side they lead this town okay so are you hiring us to take care of your bandit problem no and he sniffs what no, what they're okay for the most part, but recently they found out that there's hidden riches in Diamond Pond. And so they went digging and they exploded it and just they grabbed our sacred totems and ran off with them. Wait, so you're telling me the bandits are quote unquote okay? Yeah, up until that point. So the leader of the bandits, he calls himself Uncle Terry. And he's, he said he's Uncle Terry because he's everyone's uncle here and no one would, you know, want to beat up their uncle or something like that. The guy's a little nuts. Sounds so, like he's a bitch. Where if, he, if he's trying to get hide from being beat up, that means he's a bitch. Schmibble thinks he's a bitch. I, I can't agree with that one. No one's safe from a beating. All I need you guys to do is get the artifacts back. I don't care what you do. I mean, if you, like, make friends with them anything i don't care it will give you the hidden riches there's even more hidden riches wait why don't you just make a deal if you want them back and you know where the okay we'll we'll just take them why do you need these uh relics so much all right what importance do they do they hold they're for our religion do they have some innate power that shouldn't be disturbed on the uh brought onto this land i guess so but i never tested it out i just pray to them but do you have any knowledge? Come on, if we're going to be getting these, you're going to have to give us a little little bit more to work on here. Uh, I want to use persuasion to kind of goad more information out of him. Okay, just specifically about these artifacts? Yes. Okay. 22. I'm not withholding anything from you. I really don't know. I have nothing to hide. <laughs> Damn it. Well, it's fine. Uh, where do you think we should start looking? In that case. Probably the bandit camp. <laughs> well... I don't know anything about the bandit camp. The only thing I know about the bandit camp 
bandit camp is that you'll probably blend in. They don't have a specific uniform or anything. It's sort of of like a town, but for bandits. What about Uncle Terry? Any information on him? No information on Uncle Terry? No, not that I could think of. Okay, how about... How many people are willing to fight with Uncle Terry, or their ma- or their weapons, or like- pretty much all of them? Do, do you have any other support you can lend us from this town here, or is he going to point us in the direction? We don't even have any weapons. He confiscated weapons. Yeah, so- of course he did. He's a bitch. If you want just some farmers to come with you, just bare knuckle boxing. That may not that- be too bad of an idea. We can find weapons along the way. They're not really much. I think the youngest farmer we have is 60. That would do. That would do. Yeah, the youngest. The next oldest is 80. You know what? I think they would do very nicely for this situation. Bring them in. Okay. He just leans out the church window. Ernest! Uh, Hubert! Can you get over here? And then two old guys come walking in. They're gonna die just walking yeah. over to the bank. Yeah! What's up? These guys need some help to raid the bandit town. Sorry, but today's your day. Okay. Don't worry. I I believe in you. If you can work the fields, you can you can swing it now. Shimble. Shimble. Thank you very much. I think we're better off with you and me. I mean, look, they're able to work. They're able to plow. Surely they can get a little swing in or two. Listen, I could cough on them and they'll fall over. Uh, fine. Send so. them back. We'll do this on our own. Thank God. <laughs> they both run out the door. <laughs> All right. You need anything else? Well, if if you got anything that's good for healing, that would be always appreciated to take along with us. You know, we also like staying alive. I got just the thing. And he goes into his podium and he takes out two things. He's got it behind his back and he presents it to both of you. It's two Bibles of the Petrified Giant. The good word. I just leave. Thanks. I just leave. (laughs) I just leave. (laughs) I take one of them and I leave. Okay. See you guys later. God fucking damn it. (laughs) I hate this place. Same. (laughs) So. I look. I open the book of the Petrified Bible and start reading. Okay, Petrified Giants good. Petrified Giants great. Uh, water is great. Water is great. The artifacts are cool. Uh, <laughs> and if you love the giant, you know your life will be good. Yeah. I hate. I hate this place. <laughs> okay. So, um, is there any like like a little like coffee shop or like anything like we can see where I'm standing right now? That we can make a plan? Sure. I mean, you could see the totality of the bandit camp from the top of the giant. Well, it's more or less like, this is stage one in planning. Okay. Yes, I guess. Yeah. I'm going to explain to him. There's a guy who sells uh, hot mud with sugar in it from his uh, bedroom window. And there's like lawn chairs out there. And people like to pay him one gold for it. Gold for hot mud. Jesus, that's a steep rate. Whew. They don't know what coffee is. They only heard of coffee. And they're like, eh, it's kind of like mud with sugar. <laughs> and so this guy's like, I'm going to cash in. 
Yeah, really? Phew, you guys are dumb don't as bricks. You dare t- don't you dare tell me you're about to buy a cup of mud. One cup of mud, please. <laughs> <laughs> One cup of mud coming up. And he just takes a scoop he has by his window, and there's like a pile of mud on the ground outside the window. He scoops it up, puts it in a cup, puts it over a fire, comes back, sprinkles the top with some sugar, and hands it to you. That'll be one gold. Thank you. There you go. You'll find that this is worth its weight in gold. And I give him the Bible and leave. (laughs) I already have three. I walk away. (laughs) Do you know that Ashley might come in handy? I am a master of trade, as we haven't noticed. Because... They don't know what coffee is. <laughs> but that does that means the bandit cap might not know what coffee is. You got any poison on you? Uh I hold no. up the I hold up the mud. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I don't think this is safe to drink personally. You see a bug crawling on it? Blech. I guess our best bet is going back up up on the mountain of the, the giant, I take it. Let's do a little sur- sure. let's do a little surveillance. Probably exactly. a good idea. Yeah, exactly. So, here's the thing. I wanted to see what this town had uh, to offer in case we had to actually go a full war against these. You know what they have told me they have offered? Right. Mud and old people. Oh, no. They, no wonder this bandit camp is taking them over. They, they, they've they got no backbone. <laughs> they're pushovers. And, and the fact that their, their leader is scared of them attacking just shows that he's a super bitch. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Both of yous give me a perception as you gaze upon the town. Ooh, that's actually good. 19. Oh, I got 10. Yeah, you're gonna win. Schmibble well, has good eyes. Schmibble. Listen, I'm an old fox. Leave me alone. Just by gazing upon this town for a few moments as you talked idly, you can tell that these exist within the town. These are points of interest, which are... The Thunderdome, a magical forge, an office, a murder ball court, and the tents in which a lot of them hang out and live freely. Like, they just go in and sleep in anyone's beds. So, my best guess is the magical forge probably has information about the relics. The Thunderdome and murder ball court probably are the place where the two relics are at. The office... And tents probably will support if we go to either one of those other places. Because I feel like they're all connected somehow. Otherwise, they wouldn't exist, right? So let's start with the Magical Forge over there. Office is probably where Uncle Terry lives. Yeah, but let's first find out a little bit about their place before we get put on the radar by saying, Hello, we're here for your Magical Stones. Why don't we go watch a game of Murder Ball? We're... We could do that, too. Because people are willing to talk. That's very true. And you're good at talking. Do Am I ever? And if you start a quote-unquote little conversation about the newest discoveries, that, the newest plunders that they've had, mm-hmm. I'm sure some people would like to brag about it. Anyway, you continue down these stairs, down into the bandit town. Uh, and you're standing in this, you know, town center. It's a little different from the quaint town on the other side. You know, people are yelling, people are drinking, people are eating meat. I'm gonna, I'm gonna stand guard the whole time. Okay. Okay. So where are you guys headed? Uh, murder ball. 
Okay. Moonerball. This is probably the loudest. Eh, yeah, the loudest place here. There's bleachers. The bleachers are filled pretty much like 24-7, rooting for their favorite bandit teams in Murderball Court. Uh, there's a corpse here and there that's shoved to the side of the actual court. One side wears blue, the other side wears red. So you walk up to the Murderball Courts. Oh, yeah, that uh, was the intention. And so you're watching this game. It's sort of like a... I mean, I've never seen rugby. I, I know it's like a lawless football, so it's, it's rugby-ish. There's beating allowed, like you could chop up your opponent. Uh, murder oh, is like a foul. Like if you kill someone, you, you get ejected or something. So I look at my companion and I tell him, well, go socialize. Well, let me work my magic. I want to stay like ear length of him. Like if anything happens, I could just step in. Okay. I'm going to go to like a group of like rowdy people. Just grab a drink, kind of like get rowdy myself. Yay, you go. Freaking stab that son of a bitch. <laughs> get him. Okay. I'm going to lean over to one of them. One person next to me is like, okay, so I'm a little new to this. What's the rules on this place? Get the ball the other side, man. Just get the ball the other side and, you know, whatever happens, happens. Oh. There's almost no rules. But, do, you know, there's a big rule book right here if you want to look through it. And Well, do they allow magical items by chance? Yeah, look, there's a guy right there with a flaming sword. Oh, shit. What's That's the- Flaming John. So, what's the best best shit that someone brought into this arena of recent? Probably Flaming Sword. Oh, come on. Which is why be, he has it. Gotta be some better shit than that. I've seen more impressive things on people I've slain out in the wilderness. Listen, man, I'm trying to watch the game. <laughs> oh, come on. Because I, I heard someone someone actually found some of that pond and go and bring it to this murder bowl net tomorrow. That happened a long time ago. Man, like a week ago, which is a long time in bandit time. Well, that's true. We live on the edge. That's true. What do you mean, what happened a week ago? That they found something or that they're bringing it in? That we grabbed those weird artifacts. Yeah, I heard they're going to start showing them up and start using them. He looks at you weird like, yeah. It seems like you're asking questions that are obvious to them, and it makes them very suspicious. Okay, damn. Wait, I'm just here to enjoy a game and make, get some good bets in. Aren't we all? I mean, look, that dude just cut his foot off. That's that's foot chopping Fred right there. And he's I'm wearing his jerseys. Look. Well, we can't get one of those. There's merch stand over there. Just, uh, you know, don't act. Listen, we really bonded. Don't act so weird to around here. Well, I'm still getting used to this bandit life, you know? No new to yeah. it. I remember that. All right, get out of here. I'm, I'm going to head over to the merch stand. <laughs> okay. All right. There's a bunch of uh, mugs, uh, a lot of jerseys. Uh, but yes, Ada, you see him walk by. Yeah, I'm going to keep my distance. Like I said. I'm going to walk up like, to the merch like, stand. If anything happens, I could step in. So, uh, I look at the merch dude. Uh, you got... Okay. I like what you're selling here. But you got any new shipment coming in for later on? <laughs> Any new contestants coming in with anything special? I mean, we got a rookie over there. He's doing pretty good. His name is uh, uh, Michael the Meat Eater. Oh, let me guess. He takes a chunk out of the competition, doesn't he? I give him a wink. Sure, that that could be a slogan. We're looking for some slogans. Oh, what's up? 
So is he the only new one that's working for, for you guys? Or is it going to be some more fresh meat on the chopping block? I mean, there's always people who want to try it out. But, uh, you know, the competition's getting fierce. The people who are on top stay on top. So, hmm. And nobody wants to get murdered. It's murderable. Now, that's a little bit of a bitch move on their part then. I'm uh, just wondering, where might be the locker rooms? Or where everyone... Yeah, where's the locker rooms at? I have a new spicy cadet over here who is, might have been a little bit interested in it. Right there. And there's like just a tarp that's loosely hung. It's not even that big. You've been great help for me. I'm going to sneak on over to there. Okay, you enter and there's a guy changing. And he's like, whoa! No, don't worry. Just here for checking out the gigs. I look him up and down. Nice gigs. <laughs> What, are you coming on to me? Rolling for persuasion. Oh, shit. Um, I just picture standing on, like, the other side of a curtain, like, up against the wall, hearing this, being like... <laughs> it is comical from, like, an outside perspective. Yeah, so, like, standing outside, just like, what the fuck? Uh, 23, so I respond with, if I am, you're going to do something about it? Uh, he goes... Damn, I see how it is. <laughs> we find somewhere private. Wink. After you. I mean, this is pretty private. Alright, uh, so let's do what bandits do. And you guys stare at each other. This is a very I, first I grab the mug in my pocket. You know, the mud coffee. And I splash yes. it in his eyes. Okay. He lets out a yelp. Now what's going on? I, I look outside. Get in here now. <laughs> no. So, Remember the other part of this, this, this negotiation? Yeah, your part's up right now. <laughs> like, she, like, looks at you for, like, a, like a couple seconds, and she's like, oh, 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 oh. Oh, oh, big up. It's not what I was thinking. And so, uh, by the time he's done wiping the coffee off, I'm just going to have my, my pistol, like, aimed directly at him. Okay, so he's standing there wiping it off, and he opens his eyes, and there's a barrel right yeah. in his eyeball. Yeah, I like how we go. We're kind of new to this, but you're gonna help us out. What's stopping me from uh, yelling real loud? A faster trigger finger. That's what. And how everyone else out there is paid off to make sure everything in here stays quiet. He nods and he's like, "Just tell me what you need, man. I'm trying to start my career here, man." Well, these are the moments that start and end careers, buddy. So tell us, what do they find in that river, and where do they have it? I know Uncle Terry has one of them. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we Go on. And I think the second one is over at the Thunderdome. Damn it! I was half caught right. All right. How do we get? Where, how do we get to on Uncle Terry's good side? Be nice. We are being nice. We haven't shot you yet. Exactly. You're yeah, welcome yeah, for giving yeah. you a second chance. You're on good track then. Yeah. Uh, here's a question. Why is that the Thunderdome? Uh, so Thunderdome, the two Thunderdome people could keep going. What do you mean keep going? It's like a healing thing. Oh yeah. By the way, a little love from Fed the Foot Cutter, and I s- took the boot dagger at, out and I stabbed his foot. He screams. Come on, he screams. Let's, let's and he roll. screams. He goes, help me, hey, help. Uh, you guys both want to roll sneak? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, because I was not expecting that. 
<laughs> Character-wise, not expecting that. 19. That one. What? Wait, 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 Halfling over here. I took the feat that gives me bountiful luck, so if an ally rolls a nat 1, I can say you get to re-roll it. Oh, thank you. Oh, that's a lot better! So, I look at you, like, I see you're about to stub your toe on a thing, and I'm just, I just grab, like, the helmet out of the way. I'm like, no. Shmeebo denies this. I want you to know, with that, that's a 24. Nice. (laughs) Big difference. You stumble, you're about to fall into a bucket full of air horns, and you write yourself up after a nice glance from Schmibble. Yeah. She was like, give me the sad cat eyes. I'm like, I can't let you down. <laughs> Not happening. And you continue, you continue onwards towards the Thunderdome, which is obvious from far away. It's like a chain link fence kind of dome over these guys fighting. And on the inside is this sort of a small portable cannon that has these carvings of a giant on it. And, uh, you know, there's a smaller crowd than at the murder ball court Mm -hmm. but it's just these guys fighting and then when one of them dies or is close to death like he's on the ground taking his last breath they shoot the cannon at him he's right as rain and they continue fighting oh hey Schmegel yes what happens if I join that fight to cause the distraction and you I like the sound of it go mess with that cannon and uh I like where this is going because from the looks of it if I'm going to go down, that's going to just heal me back up. So if I, it's working how I think it works, or you go gather information before I join, and... Um, we can use it to our advantage. Yeah. We'll see what we can do with this. Mm-hmm. I'm going to head over to the guy manning the cannon. Can I head over, get to the guy manning the cannon? Uh, Yes, he's on the other side of the fence. But, you know, he talked straight to him. Uh, I'm actually going to walk up to him. It's like, whoa! Look at this impressive piece of equipment. I yeah, mean, I love it. Love this here cannon. I mean, I've seen some cannons in my day, but this thing, this is the opposite of what a cannon normally does, right? <laughs> it blows people to pieces, but this thing. Yeah, it's kind of like the opposite of what bandits do, but, you know, I'm a, I'm a kooky guy. I like to be different. Have you ever shot yourself with this thing? What's it like? Uh, it feels nice. feels like a massage. So, does it just take normal, random bits of bob that you throw in the barrel, or, like, how, what, what's going on? I'm actually super curious by this thing. I love, I love magical items. This thing is, oh, wow. Yeah, hang on, I'll show you how it works. And one of them chops into the other guy's neck. By the way, they are identical people. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and That's he weird. chops into his neck with a hand axe, and he's gushing blood. By the way, there's so much blood on the ground. Oh, I bet. And he stumbles over the cannon and he goes, hit me, hit me. And he shoots it right at his head and neck area. Uh, it seals up, he shakes his head, and people are throwing food at him. And he just like catches one in the air and he eats it as he runs back. Oh my god. Does he reload the cannon manually or? There's like a, a wind up you hear. It's like a until it's silent again. Oh, so this thing just is full, full magic on its own. Yeah. That's actually kind of cool. How about, can I, can I get a shot off? Can I try it? Uh. I mean, I'll, I'll just, just, just show me, point and shoot. I just want to, like, push the button and shoot one of the people with it, because that looks fun. 
sure, you've been nice to me. Usually they, they come up to me and smack me around a little bit because this is anti-bandit stuff I'm doing here. But well, no, you, it's been not. Really nice to you're, me. you're entertaining everyone. This is, they're dumb. They're dumb. But, all right. So, I, I like... There's something s- about you. I sit behind, I put my hands on the cans. Like, so, how do I do this thing? I kind of like wiggle it back and forth. Point, aim, shoot. I, I aim it at one of them and I like tap the side. So, how do I... I tap the other side. A little pull. trigger right here. I pull the trigger. Pew. All right, you hit one of them, you heal him up to full, and he goes, hey, that's cheating. And that guy gets stabbed, and he's hurting. He goes, now do me. And he starts crawling over to you. I, I fire that guy. Okay, he's back up. They're both at full, and they keep going. Oh, okay, that is, I like it. I like it a lot. That's awesome. Now, I have a friend over there. I mean, I can understand. Two people slugging at it, very interesting. But you want, let's throw a little mixer into it, why don't we, right? A little flavor. I mean, yeah, we get we get you guys from time to time who's like, you know, I want a piece of the Thunderdome. But these guys refuse to not fight in the Thunderdome. Like, you can't convince them. Not fight in the Thunderdome? Yeah, like, they haven't left the Thunderdome in, you know, since we got this cannon. Hey, ago. why are you guys hogging the spotlight all the time? Shut up! Do you just... And I keep fighting. <laughs> Can you just, like, squeeze through the dome? Is it, like, actual dome? No, it's like a chain-link fence. All right. Where the fuck's the door? Okay, you want to get to the door? Yeah, like... <laughs> Where like, you get in? You, like, I'm just going to, like... As, like, he has their attention and he says so, I'm going to just... I'm going to just casually walk towards the door. Keep in mind that there is a crowd watching. Yeah, they can watch me fine. Okay. All right, you get to the door. It's kind of like a a latch, I guess, where they cut the chain link into a fence or a, a door-like sort of way. Yeah. I'm going to open the door. Okay. Everyone stops and stares as a newcomer comes in. I open the door. As I'm walking in, I'm drawing my fucking pistol. <laughs> okay, so while he's doing this, I look towards the guy next to the cannon. So, if they've been fighting all this time, does that mean you've been manning this the entire time? Uh, no, I switch out with a couple other guys. Oh, I was about to say, that's a long shift. That's a long shift. Tell you what, you see, I can use this thing just fine. Uh, why don't you go <laughs> take the shift off early? I'll, I'll... Roll persuasion. Shabam. Oh, my God. Oh. Oh, it's so good. Such a good roll. 27. I rolled a four. Oh. He goes, I completely trust you. Oh, no. Oh. How far away are these guys from the door? Uh, I'd say this whole thing is like 40 feet. Oh, my no, God. I think I it would be bigger than this, that, I like shoot this 50. Whole thing. I can shoot this whole thing, then. So, um, yeah. as soon as I walk in, before the door uh, shuts, can I take a pop shot one in the back? In the back? I mean, they all stopped and looked at you. Oh, including the guys? Yeah. Oh, I didn't know they were. I thought they were so distracted with Yeah, I'm just going to take a pop shot as soon as I walk in. Okay. Uh, how movable is this cannon? You can get the the whole dome. Oh, so it, the it's actually, like, movable. I can pick it up and take it? Yeah. Awesome. Awesome. Good to know for later. But keep in mind, you're on the other side of the fence. <laughs> I'm first uh, going to shoot at it by the way with it, just to make sure it's, it's mm, quality and working good. Okay. Do I roll for I mean, it hit. Yeah, yeah, roll a hit. I probably missed. I only got 11. Yeah, you missed. <laughs> a shot rings out, and he goes, Oi! 
But as soon as that shot rings out, you feel really good as you're hit with this weird beam from uh, Schmivel over there. Uh, but nothing happens, uh, and they both run at you. They're like, ah, new challenger. Get him. So basically how it is, I have a pistol in one hand and a rapier in the other. Okay. Okay. Are we rolling initiative then, or are they just going? Let's see who goes first. If you roll higher in initiative, uh, you take your I turn rolled again. In... No, I, I rolled an eight. Uh, I rolled the same number, but theirs is lower, so... Oh, dang. Oh. You go first. Okay, so who's the first guy in front of me? They look identical, and they're holding identical weapons. What's their weapons and hands? Uh, two hand axes. So I'm going to scoot, scoot, scoot all the way up to them. By the way, I want you to know I'm a range build. Okay. I'm literally going to look at one of them. I'm going to basically almost cross arms. I'm going to shoot the guy in the left of my rapier first. Okay. Because this does stuff. So that's a 21. Yes, that hits. All right. That deals. And because I was going five feet, I don't get disadvantage and I get automatically disengaged for 10 feet backward. Nice. So I get to move back 10 feet and I do a D10 plus dex mod damage. Get him. So that's a 13 to him. Okay. Extra attack. I'm going to shoot his other brother now. Okay. 16. Yes. Uh, he takes 10 damage. The shots ring out. All these shots, definitely not something that these bandits have seen before. And you blow out the brains of one of the brothers and he falls to the ground. And he goes, hey, you can't heal that. What are you doing? And he goes to chop down with these two hand axes. Okay. Um, uh, d- would you say that the brain gang blown out of one of their heads is very distracting and enthralling to the crowd? Uh, they go, oh. <laughs> okay. Um, I'm going to roll stealth. Okay. <laughs> I'm glad I'm a halfling, because a nat one would have been real bad. I accidentally fired his cannon. <laughs> non nat 20. Four. Sneak the cannon out. How? Uh, I thought it was like I could sneak it out the back, because it was away from the cage. It's in the cage. Oh, it's in the cage? Yes. I'm going to be walking out with that cannon. I'm going to slowly be creeping it towards the, the door. Okay. <laughs> I guess that would be towards your sneak. Yeah. And so, the first one was a 15, which misses, right? Yes. Mm-hmm. And second one is a 24. Oh, that's a hit. That's a that's a big hit. And you take six damage. Oof. I'm, uh, I'm feeling that one, Mr. Krabs. Uh, there's a good chunk of him gone. You blew, like, a good side of his face off. And there's a single tear in his eye for his fallen brother. So what he would see is the face of my character go from being like more of like looking down at the non-warrior types. It would become more, um, best way to describe it, more, more psycho almost. Basically enjoying the thrill of the, of the fight. The thrill of the kill. Yeah. So is it my turn and then? So, yes, you turn to the last brother alive, having just been chopped. Yeah, and I look at him and I'm just like, well, I'm more major still standing. I'm gonna just, I'm just gonna shoot him my rapier again two times. Fourteen. Oh wait. Uh, yeah, fourteen. Yes. Thirteen damage. You blast him. Yep. In the chest, he falls to his knees and he looks to the cannon and he holds out his arm towards you. And what do you do? I aim the cannon. 
and I slip, big quotation marks, and I accidentally hit, uh, and it shoots over his head, and it hits Ada. 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 (laughs) Ada. And you accept this, uh, roll a d8 plus whatever your highest trait is. Which is dexterity. No, I'm talking about, um... Oh, me? Schmibble. Oh, Schmibble. So that is... How much damage did you take during that fight? Six. Oh, you're, you're back up to full. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> so I want you to know how I pictured it. Was it shot me? And then I stepped over like, oh, I took it. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, no. I totally accidentally got in front of it. Yeah. People around you guys are confused as to whether they should be cheering or... You know, sad that these guys who've been fighting for a week straight have now passed. But definitely entertaining. I reach over and I hold her arm up and announce, We have a new victor! (laughs) The champion of the Thunderdome! Scattered applause. Yeah. Let me take this champion to the back and get him rest up for the next fight. Oh, wait a minute. Or... I cast invisibility at fourth level. We both disappear. Nice. <laughs> da, 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 da. And leaving. Wait, you have fourth level spells at level five? Uh, I mean, not fourth, third. Third level. It's the second level, oh. and I cast it one above, so I can target oh, an yeah, additional just... creature. Cool. <laughs> so I'm just going to sneak out now, if you don't mind us, Justin. Sure. They're like, what the? What? They're confused. You sneak out through the open door. And uh, where are you going next? We, I am going to, I think, let's see, the duration on this is... I think an hour. Oh, yeah. is it an hour? Really? Or if you yeah. can't do an action or something. Oh, shit. Well, in that case, we're going to sneak out of the town and bury this thing somewhere. Okay. So uh, that's, that's what I think we should do, is, like, hide the cannon, so then we can yeah, go in and not carry it around. I'm fine with it. So that's what we're going to do. Schmibble takes the cannon out and go goes behind some woods and starts digging a hole for it. Throws it in, buries it back up. Okay. And then we he- and we head back to the the encampment. It's like, all right, well we've that's one down. We got one more to go. So Schmibble, I have a I have a question. What's up? These artifacts so far, well, I'm seeing it is a cannon. I think the yes. turtles worshiping a relics are. Equipments of war. Yes. You think the turtle's going to go is really uh, not all that he says he is? Well, maybe, maybe not. But uh, whatever it is, that's not what I'm getting paid for. So on to the next piece, right? I think what we should do is once we have all the parts, we should question, interrogate the turtle and everyone. Yeah, right. But that's once we get it. Let's get let's solve the problems that we have at hand. And right now, that is. Getting that other item. You head back towards town, and surrounding the town is the tents in which they all live, and that's where you have to cut through. And as you walk between the tents, you notice that there's a lot of people sleeping, some people hung over, you know, shielding their eyes, just waking up, and it's like 5 p.m., and some are just really drunk, just singing songs, pass by a couple of them hanging out, and they're like, hey! How's it going? Hey, party! Yeah. Woo! I got, yeah, I kind of give a little fist, fist bump. Like, like I mean, not fist bump, but a fist pump at, at them. It's like, yeah! And they I, all cheer for you. Woo! 
And I just kind of walk, I, I stroll on by. Fucking eight is following behind. Like, but kid who's never been to like a party where you'd be high, like, you're like, whoa, just. <laughs> what is this? I'm going to roll for a performance and just kind of make a jaunty tune as long as we, as we pass by. Okay. Uh, 17, 18. All right. Yes. They're all dancing. Yeah. Everyone who's drunk is dancing. Everyone who's hungover is just putting their hands over their yeah, ears. I don't get, they like partying so much and murdering so much. Why don't they heal whoever is uh, wasted? Not the, not the bandit way. <laughs> so you cut through, you give these guys a nice show, and you exit the tent city. And now what are you guys doing? I actually go to one of the drunk guys. Okay. I think I need to run back. Hey, so... What's that other magical item? What does it look like? It, I, we saw the cannon. That was cool. Oh, that's really cool. But what was? What is the other thing you guys found that we found? I forgot it already. Talking about the artifacts? You weren't there? No, I was. I slept in, my dude. Big party that night. It was so cool, man. One of them heals you. Yep, that was the big round one. What was the other one do? Actually, what is it? The spiky one? Yeah, what does it look like? Spiky. It's spiky. It shoots death beams. Oh, of course. It's the opposite of it, right? Awesome. Yeah, That's... it's pretty cool. It's all Terry has it. I need to know. I'm going to cast Locate Object. I'm pretty sure you have to look at the object. You have to have seen it. Can you draw me a picture of it? No. <laughs> That's not how it works. <laughs> all right. So, uh, where did you see uh, Uncle Ted by chance? Terry. Terry, yeah, sir. Don't mess up his name. He gets mad. Oh, I bet he does. Oh, he has his, uh, over by the crack. That's where he hangs out. To the crack? Uh, where is that? You're a good guy. I know I Listen, am. Listen, man, I love you. Love you too, buddy. It's over there by the crack. I start walking towards the crack. You know what I mean by the crack, right? Nope. What direction, buddy? He points to the butt. Oh. <laughs> Can you go back up there? Like, you can see, like, the pep, the pep in the step just kind of slumps a little bit. And in the face, just kind of, the eyes, brows furrow, and just like, oh, God. (laughs) There better not be any gusts of wind in there. (laughs) We head towards the crack. So you make your way through these different guard towers, somewhat hidden and there is a stone entrance. It seems like it was carved out of this cloth that this giant was wearing. And inside is a fairly large camp of sorts. He has a, a lot of nice stuff here, like a chocolate fountain. Shit. Jesus Christ, we're actually going in the ass. <laughs> a merry-go-round. Uh, you hear music as you look and see a live band. Over to the other side is a huge buffet of food. And you take a few steps in, you hear like a crack and like a burst of light further down. And you hear a lot of like, whoa, whoa, whoa. And uh, yeah, so you're in this room. It's fairly well lit, pretty big. I feel like Terry uh, only really cares for himself at this point. Whoa, nice place you got here. First time I've seen it personally. So you're going to run in and say that to uh, the group of people that you come across? Yes. Whoa. Okay. So everyone stops what they're doing. There's lines of bandits looking at this throne. And in front of the throne 
is a man who has all this like he has like a cape he has a crown uh, a lot of jewelry and he's holding a spiky cannon and in front of him is an exploded headed bandit and they're all looking at you i look at it it's like whoa that's cool where'd you get one of those that's like a fun toy who do I have to hire to get one or something like that? Oh, man, I'm sorry. The newcomers, I'm sorry to uh, have shown you my messy side. <laughs> hey, we all have guilty rather... pleasures, right? He says that while I'm standing behind him, probably still having... <laughs> <laughs> I mean, a couple of the guys here are speckled in blood, too. It's okay. something new. Okay. I mean, look at my friend here. <laughs> <laughs> and he goes, this guy was caught stealing... We don't, I don't cotton to that. So that's my explanation. So how, how are you guys doing? You guys new? Yeah, Anything? we rolled up. We actually saw and I'm impressed with what we see. Like this place okay. is pretty cool. And I wanted to get to know who's the top dog around here. Who's the mastermind behind, behind, get it, setting up in this place. That'd be me. I'm your Uncle Terry. Wow. I like the name. So, what inspired you to settle down in this place? I walk up to, like, and extend my hand to shake it. Shake his. Uh, I don't shake hands. My uh, hands are messy. Oh, I hold my hands up, like, both up. Like, oh, my bad. Didn't mean to impose, intrude. But, yeah, I was coming from my own neighboring, like, my own kingdom way down yonder. And I actually thought this place would be perfect to, like, set up some trade arrangements. When he says that, I just like look at him like, what the fuck? <laughs> hey, that person back there behind you looks uh, a little familiar. No, probably not. We're, we just got here. Where are you from? Me? Yeah. Wandering with this little fuck. What, what's your, uh, you know, your job from uh, before you walked in here? Make sure no one uh, causes damage to uh, the little sweet. Talk, a little sweet talker you're talking to. Uh, so you're bodyguard and not part of a, a military of any sort? Listen, what we did before we take our jobs now is uh, not the same as we are current. Hmm. And everyone around him is looking a little nervous. So it, my, my look goes from like being like, what the fuck are you talking about? To me, like, like just it's a glare off, basically. Whoa, 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 listen, as I said, when we were, doesn't matter. I looked to like a bandit, like, I'm sure he could have been a baker before a bandit, right? But you know what? That's in the past. He's staring, eye contact, glaring just as much as Ada is. And then there's a crack of energy from this cannon. And both of you make deck saves. Oh, hold on with my dice. I have proficiency in deck saves. Hey, Will, can I have that ability again? Yeah, there you go. You got it. You're rolling that one. <laughs> I got a 23. I no, got... no, 24. I got a 14. Uh-oh. Schmibble, mm-hmm. you dive out of the way in this combat stance. Mm-hmm. I just pictured just grabbing Schmibble and tossing him behind. <laughs> Ada, you take 24 damage. As you feel your head almost like it's about to pop. And half the bandits around you also, their heads explode. Oh, I know. That, like, half helped me. This cannon ain't no joke. What are you guys doing? Um, Oh, and after he does that, he says, 
Ada Fellwinter, sergeant of some weird military that I've had to fight off before, a.k.a. a rat. She, she just grins and goes, I guess I am more famous than I thought. So is this like a reaction that we got to do from him doing that? No, you guys, it's your turns. Oh. Uh, bonus action. I'm going to use my ability to spend a bardic inspiration and use unsettling words. I can spit words laced with magic that unsettle a creature and cause them to doubt itself. I roll my bardic inspiration and I minus the roll against their next saving throw. I look at him and I tell him, I already have an uncle. I don't need any more. That unsettles him. <laughs> it does. He gets minus six on get the next saving throw he has. Okay. That was a bonus action. Now, it is time to use hold person. Oh, well. How much did you say? Uh, minus six. Okay. And that's a con save or wisdom? I don't remember. Wisdom. Four. Oh, yeah. He is locked up. That boy is down. Oh my god, I'm so happy. You wanna why? <laughs> no, Will, you wanna why? Why? I'm gonna fuck him. Oh. Dom <laughs> you, you dom he's showing you dominance? Will, he auto-fails strength saves. Guess what I'm about to make him do? <laughs> oh no. Is it my turn? Oh yeah. yeah. It's both yeah. Your turns. Okay. I, I, I fucked him up. <laughs> so I'm gonna pop shifter form, which gives me advantage on all wisdom saves i also gain 10 hp shield of six. It's oh by the way i forgot to minus the six he got a negative two <laughs> he just does he just start foaming at the mouth does he just like take damage because he just like starts drowning in his own like saliva or something sure his he eyes are like, popping out of his head <laughs> Oh my god. So, as soon as I see you do that, I pop my shifter form. You would hear a slight, like, chuckle as I uh, I run up to the boy, okay? When I roll the hit. Yep. I, I'm advantaged because he's, he's stuck, right? Yep. So first roll is a 16. Yep. You have advantage. He auto-fails strength saves, correct? I believe so. He's paralyzed, so yeah. He takes an, yes. he takes an extra... 10 damage, d10 damage, oh, and is knocked back 10 feet. <laughs> you just, like a statue, gets moved back 10 feet. <laughs> just slides. That's attack number one. And I waste, I use one of my special bullets, my rapier bullets for that one. So let me roll the damage for this. Not that high. So nine plus five, so 14 damage from the first to hit. And now I'm going to take a shot with my gun. Uh, 18. Yes. So that's 14 damage to him. So total, you did 27? Yes. Okay, yeah, that's all I can do. I use up one of my bullets. So he is looking really rough, and he comes out of whole person, I'm pretty sure, yeah? Uh, he makes a saving throw at the end of his turn. Oh, so he just loses his turn. Yeah. All right. Uh, he rolled a 12. Yeah, no, he is still foaming at the mouth and just is, like, stuck the way he is. So, Schmibble. Schmibble's gonna go up and pluck that cannon right out from his little paws. You just pluck each finger one by one. 
This Until little picture went to market. This one went went to the, this store. This one, wee wee wee, because he got his friend's head exploded, and I shoot him with the cannon. I can't imagine that he would uh, pass this save. Uh, so he's his head explodes spectacularly. Gets all over the buffet, into the chocolate fountain, nasty, and he's just standing there with his head exploded, still paralyzed. Yeah. I look at all the bandits around. They hold their hands up. That's what I stop. And let's go, Ada. We got some shit to discuss. So uh, I sheath my shit. I fix my jacket. Oh, I fix my hat. You remember they were talking about rats come in all different sizes. As she says, her face is going more into a grin looking at the bandits that we're watching. That is true. Oh, jeez. looks like they... <laughs> are running like rats. One goes to run. Between their legs. And the crack of a bolt from the cannon lets out. Are you doing a sweeping motion? Oh, hell yeah. And I toss it. I toss it back over to Ada to get the other half. Okay. <laughs> it charges back up. You feel this power in your hands, Ada. Well, I want to try and save... I want to try and just injure one. I'm not sure that's possible yeah, with no. this thing. <laughs> I'll take the cannon. I take the cannon off your hands. Are you actually going to... You're going to go through with it? Yeah, no, no, I want one. I want one. Okay. You expertly arc it over one of them. No, I'm not actually going to use the cannon. I'll literally leave it with him. I'm just going to chase after him. Okay. I just take the cannon back. All right. You have your fun. And I just start walking to where we buried the other cannon. Okay. So, uh... Okay, Ada, you get your hands on this guy. I look at him. So as soon as I get my hands, like, I picture I tackled him to the ground and everything, right? Yeah. I'm, I'm st- like, holding it. I'm, I'm, like, pinned to the ground. I go, all right. Now tell me what Terry really, the like, whole plan was. This whole plan, we're bandits. We're just setting up here. Got the cannon. Man, don't kill me. But if you're just bandits... That means you're just criminal scum. Yes, so what? Criminal scum has no reason to be standing still. So now, I'll ask you again. What was your end goal? Uh, you know, probably take over more towns. That's okay. about it. I mean, it's not like he, he lets us know. And, you know, I'm pretty calm for someone who's probably about to die. I've, I've accepted it. I'm a bandit, you know. What, would I have, like, one HP? <laughs> like, I'm begging to die, dude. So, when he says that... I'm going to shoot out his knees and just walk away. Hey, he dies. Dead. Just oh, dead. Man, I don't want to die. <laughs> he bleeds out in an instant. So you run and catch up with Schmibble, who's uh, yeah. digging out the other cannon. So I dig up the cannon. I was like, all right, let's discuss our plan to, before we get back to the other town. Well, yeah, we should also keep those hidden. Oh. So we have a bargaining chip. I know just the place to hide them. So let's stash these like on the tippy top of the, the giant's head. How about that? So oh, I start walking towards the top of the head. Going up the stairs? Yes. Well, okay. we're, we're near the, the butt, so like imagine around the back, do a little climbing. Yeah. You're scaling it with these two cannons. You get up. You're on the, the lower back. You see the town to your left that's, uh, you know, you didn't really make that much of an impact, I guess. You guys did pretty good in uh, not making waves. You look to your right, you see this nice little quaint town, none the wiser. 
and you continue towards the head. I feel like we did it, made, made a very good team down there. Very efficient, effective, played our parts to the point, you fought, and I negotiated. Good teamwork yeah. with that. I shouldn't stay in this kind of work. Oh, how come? She like, like, she like shrugs. Getting too old for this game. If I find a nice cushy job that I could hire you for, maybe as a bodyguard, I think that could fit suit you quite well. Uh, do we reach the top, the, like, the, the, the scalp? Yes, you're at the nape of the neck. There is a slight climb to the top, but, uh, yeah, you're pretty much there. Alright, right up there is where I'm thinking of stashing these things. Let's get up. So, I, I start to climb up, climb it with the cannons. Someone doesn't you going to join me, or are you going to wait down here and stand guard? Something doesn't sit with me right about this right now. What's up? It was too easy. Well, that's one thing. If you stand guard... We can make sure no one's watching us. I, I roll perception to see if anyone else is watching us. Fifteen. Yeah, I mean, no one's watching you. Everyone in the town seems normal, either town. So, I'm gonna stash these up there, and we can go back down and find out what really was this town trying to do with these things. Yeah. Yeah. So, I guess we start... We shouldn't take the stairs. They would hint them. Yeah. They would hint off. So, Justin, I climb up, I get to the top, I aim them both down, and I shoot the head of the giant. They wind up, they both shoot at the same time, the combined beams make a blinding white and black pulsating form of energy, and they hit the scalp of this guy, and this energy starts to spread little by little. What did you just do? <laughs> no longer will I just have a small town settlement where I have to sell people off to make ends meet. I, with this thing by my side, I will be able to rule far more land. Look okay, at his hold that thought. Hold that thought. Yeah. <laughs> As Ada, you look behind him and you see two people who were previously invisible become visible. As hello, Brian. Welcome to the podcast. Hello. I knew it. You sent me. You <laughs> son of a bitch. I gun you down. <laughs> okay, let's go back in time a little bit. As uh, Schmibble, you're in this cave that's sort of hidden, sort of nearby. You're talking to this guy who's hired you. Who. <laughs> who uh, promises that your bad deeds, your deeds, your war crime will be wiped from the history books because there's someone who's investigating you who is going to take your kingdom down with the world's army. And so this guy, who is now standing behind you, unbeknownst to you, (laughs) who has hired you, is Kota Boomy, and next to him is his master, the cloakmaster. Kota, you're standing on this petrified giant. I'm sure you see this picture I uploaded right behind the guy who's just shot these two cannons into this giant, and it's slowly beginning to unpetrify. And uh, your job is get the cannons, get the giant, and leave. And as the giant comes back to life, he falls onto his side a little bit and crushes this 
the town <laughs> of Diamond Pond. Oops. And as he starts to get up, his left hand crushes the bandit camp. You son of a bitch! On the left. <laughs> as he starts to stand up. So let's uh, let's address all this. Uh, Brian. <laughs> Brian. Uh, you know, give us a, did you do a qualification? No, he did not. I'm ready to, I can come up with it on the spot. That's what I kind of do anyway, so it's okay, I think. <laughs> yeah, give it to us. All right. What's up, everybody? Uh, I've been stalling here for a little bit. Uh, my name is Brian. <laughs> uh, I play Kotabumi uh, during this session, and um, every single credit card that you ever used was actually made out of um, dry skin off of my feet. What? Nasty. Dude, that's my mixtape. Why? You're welcome. Very Brian. You're fucking welcome. Oh my fuck, what are you <laughs> You know, I was kind of like, what What am I going to walk into? Like, I'm curious as to what the fuck is going to happen when I show up in this session. And I, I got to say, so far, it sounds very chaotic. Um, I'm going to kill this <laughs> son of a bitch, Halfling. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so sorry. <laughs> Did Will I fuck up? Like- is that what's I happening? Like no, no, I... I'm a, I'm a fucking war... I'm a fucking... From the military, and he's a war criminal that I'm fucking hunting. <laughs> oh, yeah, war criminal, Um, and then she had no idea, and I, this was a moment of betrayal, where I was just like, oh, yeah, let me, let's just stow the cannons up on top of the head. Stay here, keep a lookout, I'll be right back down. This whole time, oh. I'm like, this doesn't feel right. There has to be something up. And Kota... He just did this whole speech about taking this giant for himself. Yeah. And you know that this giant is yours and your master's. Do I oh. do I have my shit on? Or can I not talk right now? Yeah, yeah, I mean you're ready to go. Oh, no, I'm saying because you know, normally my jaw my jaw is like fucking gone. So that's why I was Yeah, I know. But you know, you're probably bad already. And also you have that new thing we talked about. Well I, I texted you. I'm gonna gun this. Yeah, the fucking uh the, the cape, right? Yes. Okay. Well, I mean, I'm visible now, so. I'm sorry, Zach. I really, the more we got into it, it's like, damn it, I actually just want to be, I just okay. want these characters work together. Uh, this is, this is not what I expected. Fucking shit. Okay. So, uh, for the viewers, uh, I have, basically, if anybody remembers Coda, uh, he has multiple personalities, and he has one primary one, which is Coda. Uh, if that one comes out, he stays out, and, uh, that's my first role. <laughs> so, <laughs> Coda's out right from the beginning, which is fantastic. Uh, but yeah, so he is, uh, he's going to stand there, uh, arms crossed, including his astral arms. And, um, he's gonna, he's gonna say, Master, I think, uh, I think it seems like we succeeded, right? Like, I think, I think this looks like a pretty easy job done. Okay. Yeah. 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 Get them Get off them of off my giant. And he taps you on the shoulder, and he casts freedom of movement. What the fuck? Wait, wait, what does that do again? Which means you can escape grapples with five feet of movement. You're not affected by difficult terrain. So is my goal just to... Uh, I'm sorry, I have to ask a lot of questions because I'm showing up in the middle of this. So my, my job is basically yeah. just to get rid of Zach's character. He said, get them off of my our Oh, giant. so both of them. Okay. But don't I know that one of them's the... Do I know who's the traitor? Yeah, you know the person in front of you is the traitor who just activated the cans. Because you've been standing there, invisible, just waiting. 
Oh, but wait. Okay, so all right. So that means they're both a problem. Yes. Or is it? They're both. A okay, I just wanted to make sure. Okay, good, good, good. Uh, okay, so I, I'd just be like, let's listen up, guys. I don't, I don't want to uh, do any harm to you guys. I don't want to kill you. Uh, I just gotta listen to my master here. So all I need you guys to do is just get off. I don't fight if I don't need to. I'm purely just listening to my master's will. Okay, so just do me the favor. I don't want to cause any problems. You made the criminal that you have standing in front of you. Give me the halfling. As she says that, you could sh- uh, shimble. You would know from earlier. The more she's talking, the more like uh, aggressive she's looking. Yeah, I know. Yeah. <laughs> well, you know what? I see where I'm almost about to be on match, but Coda, make a saving throw. Wisdom. 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 And actually, uh, if. Anyone else is within Net 30 20. feet of Oof. Coda, they also need to make wisdom saving throw. Uh oh. I would think I won't be because of height difference. Yeah, I think climbing. Ada's out of. Okay. Anyway, Great. how close is Will's oh, character? Because now he's 19. my target. How close is Will? Because since he just attempted that, he's my main target. He's 15 feet in front of you. That's fair. Lit. So, okay. Zach, you yeah. gonna do anything? I mean, you know, I'm gonna give you a chance here. I yelled at you when you said get, uh, get off my guy. I said give me that uh, that war criminal scum. You you just you want the guy? Because I don't care about him. You could have him. I yeah, don't, I want he the doesn't guy. bother me. I just need the cannons and this giant. Other than that, you can get it. Like you can take him. Get out of here. I don't care. Is the giant standing up during this? Or oh wait, he already stood up, right? It, he's beginning to stand up. He's like on his hands and knees, like choking out some coughs. Mm-hmm. I, I say, in fact, I, I can even help you make him, like, you know, just take him with no problem. If that's really what you need, as long as you get off this giant attack. Um, does a 19 hit? No, yes, it does hit. I'm, I'm a bard. Oh, oh, well, I didn't fucking know that, all right? Sorry, I just joined. I apologize, William Frank. Frank. Uh, yeah, I'll just hold my bonus action in that case. Okay, so, um, I need you to make a con save. Um, 22. Okay, you pass, but hold on. 21 damage. Okay. Flurry of blows. Uh, the first one misses. Just know, I mean, mm-hmm. it misses. I rolled a 12. I mean, a 3, okay. and then you missed 12, but I missed. And then I'm going to use the other flurry of blow hit, so... And that's a nat 20. All right, so I'm probably down then. Well, I'm going to I'm gonna go for stunning strike, but I was going for more knocking you out as opposed to killing. All right, uh, yeah, but just make the con save, Will. 18? That passes as well. Okay. So you're probably just going to be down then. You're not going to be stunned. I mean, not that it matters. Yeah. I mean, kind of the same shit. Down and stunned, same thing, basically. Uh, so... 13 damage? Oh, okay. I'm, I'm up, actually, still. Not barely, but still up. Uh, yeah. No, you're good. You're good. I'm, I'm, I can't do anything else right now. You're good. Yeah. But yeah, so after I lay all those attacks or whatever, I'm just kind of like, you know, uh, standing there. And I'm just like... I would just, I would probably just go with the, uh, with with that 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 dude, the officer. I'd probably just go. Oh, you're, you're a girl. That's right. Never mind. <laughs> uh, I'd probably just go with her. Hey, if you want me off this thing, I'll jump. I'll jump off it. Okay, I'll leave. Sure. I like the, I like the voice. By the way, I really wish you didn't have to fight because <laughs> your voice. Yeah. You seem like a cool guy. Yeah, if, but, if yeah, you I'm want, sorry. I'll just, I'll just, I'll just leave this thing. Sure, you. I'll just I'll just go off the side. 
Okay, so if you both just leave, that that'd be great. That that would just solve all of our problems, right? Right, Master? Right? And I, I just look at him like with eyes of approval. He's working on something with the giant, and he just kind of glances back. At, he gives you a look. You know this look. He, he either approves or he disapproves. And if you if he disapproves, you're gonna know. And he just looks at you. I just look forward. I'm like, he gets annoyed by me really fast. I'm, I'm not sorry. That's why he does. He he doesn't like when I fight too often. He usually just wants me to be quiet. So I'm sorry. Yeah, he's he's not gonna say anything to me. Just just know. Yeah, I, I'm sure everything's okay. Just, yeah, all you have to do is just leave. Sorry, I haven't been out in a while. I'm, I'm usually one of the other ones. Can I use my movement? Are you just gonna leave? I'm gonna jump off the side of the giant. <laughs> to <laughs> death. <laughs> I'm jumping off the side of the giant. Yeah. Like the uh, like sliding down. Yeah, yeah, sure. sli- yeah, I slide down towards the ear. Okay. Uh, what? When he jumps off, uh, I guess Ada would be the one that sees it. I kind of just like look up as if I'm like looking at someone talking to me, and I'm just like, I know, but it's not a big deal. It's not they're gonna do anything. And then I just stare at you, and I'm just like, well, Are you gonna chase him or what? What are you doing with the giant? Who's your master? That's for me to know, and you to never find out. Honestly, I mean, unless you want to die. I would just, you know, ignore it. I mean, you saw how bad I hit that guy. You know, just imagine. He does slide towards the ear, and technically, Ada would be your turn. Mm-hmm. So, what do you want to do? He's sliding towards the ear, hanging off, whatever. So, I want you to know, I'm, I'm, I'm fighting myself because I, there's, so, I, I know what I want to do, but I know what my character would want to do. So, let me do what my character would want to do, not me. So, how far is Brian to me? Uh, like, pretty far, because you know this is a big giant, and you're on his neck, like, he refuses to to come up. I need Um, to know, because, I need to know, because I have range, you remember? 50 feet. I can still hit him, all three. I basically pull out my my weapon combo I've been doing this whole time, my rapier pointing at you in a pistol. I go, how it looks to me, I do need to know. Because it looks to me you're causing more than a war crime here. That little weapon looks really interesting. As uh, I take my three pop shots. That one, a 24 and a 19. Um, only, see- the, only the second shot hits. Wait, wait, seeing that he's not shooting me, I think he gets a little extra luck to re Are that you allies? One. Are you still allies? No, but it works in my favor. If he hits him. Well, it does say ally. Uh, well, luck is beneficial to me, I think. <laughs> okay, let's answer it this. Would Ada think he's an ally? Uh, she sees him as less of a threat than what she's dealing with right now, because these guys seem more like they're going to cause more damage than a war criminal, more than a slaver. A friend of friend is an ally. Uh, the enemy a friend of, of my enemy. enemy of enemy is an ally, yeah. <laughs> even though they are an enemy. I'll take that. So then I rolled a 24, a 22, and a 19. Only two hit. Okay, so the two that hit are my rapiers, which is the bad bigry. 14 and 11, so. So by rapier, you mean like you're striking me with your rapier or no, you're shooting? No, uh, it's like a gun class. sword. It's a gun blade. So, but I'm saying, so a bullet's hitting so, me? Like it's not. Yes. Yeah. yeah, they're bullets. Got it. Okay. Got it. Okay, I catch it then. For one of them. At least the first one. Yeah, I catch the first one. So, yeah, the second one hits me. Okay. Okay. Which is how much damage again? 14. Okay, just making sure. 
So in the background of this, this happens and Schmibble, you're heading towards the ear. It sounded like the way you worded it. You have something in store or are you just going down and down and down? I want to get swing around into the ear. Okay. Uh, and I'm going to yell into it. All right. I am Smibble. I awoken you. You will, you serve me for now. And right now you have people that are imposters on your head. Please remove them. Is that all you're doing? <laughs> yes. For, uh, well, I'm also going to heal myself up with a, okay. uh, cure wounds and a healing word. You see a little light coming from, you know, inside and you look behind you and you see a finger that comes in and goes to smush you to pick his ear. You know, let's do a, a grapple because he's trying to carve you out of there. I would be, would it be more of a dexterity because he's trying to avoid it? I mean, he's trying to pinch him out. That's what he's trying to do. Oh, wow. Uh, I don't get any pluses, but I got a 19. I got a 21. Oh, uh, well, fuck. He pinches you and it hurts really, really bad as he has you in front of his face. He's looking at the little earworm. I'm still holding the cannons because no, I've never handed them over, by the way. That would be a fairly different scenario. Yeah, you know I have he, the cannons, right? Yeah, he they never, were never he taken. handed them over, to be fair. Okay, <laughs> this is a very different scenario. You think I would have let you walk away with the cannons? That doesn't make any type of sense. Okay, let's just say this happens, and you see your master starting to walk down the arm. Uh, you take 15 damage. Me? Schmibble. Yes. Basically, what I most of what I healed. Okay. And you see this cloaked man walking down the arm towards you. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's all that's happening in that regard. It was yeah. gonna go back to I use my Kota action, Bumi. so I can't do with something. All right. Oh, yeah. So, so yeah, he shot at me, or she shot shot at me. Sorry. So, uh, I probably would have uh, looked at the shots like where it hit me, looked at my little astral form and seen where it hit, and I would have just just shook my head and been like. Now, why did you go and do that when we were having a perfectly fine conversation? And uh, I would literally just be right in front of their face and uh, start swinging. How fast can you go for a level four? 50. For a level four? I'm not level four. (laughs) He's like level eight or ten or whatever. With enchanted gear. Magic gear, too, by the way. The only thing I have enchanted is the uh, the, uh, uh, cape. That's it. Yeah, so now I'm in front of Zach uh, or Ada. Sorry, I'll t- I'm in front of Ada. I'll take my uh, I'll take my swing. So I already rolled it though. Uh, it's a uh, twenty one. Uh, I'm gonna need you to roll that con save. Eighteen. Really weak first punch. So uh, that's a nine damage. And what was the con save? Eighteen. Okay, so you pass. Uh, now I'll use my second swing. Does a seventeen hit? Yeah. All right. That one is a twelve damage. Alright. Then I'll proc Flurry of Blows. 16 hit. That matches. That is 8 damage. And then, uh, yeah, one last swing. Uh, 28. I mean, yeah, it obviously hits. Uh, it's 7 damage, though. That's just enough to to put me under. Oh, so you're, okay, so you're down then. Yeah, you literally did one more than my HP. Ouch. Okay, so then I just, like, they just go down. I do not kill them. I just leave them there. Well, I mean, I picked them up over my shoulder, if anything. And uh, then I'm just like, now, now, why in the world did I forget that that guy had the cannons? That is, 
I'm silly today. I'm silly. It's probably because I haven't been out in a while. <laughs> Anyways, might as well go check on him. And uh, then I would probably go and follow uh, my master. Okay. With let's Ada on my shoulders. Yeah, let's go back to uh, Schmibble and your master on this arm. So you're pinched between these two fingers. He's looking down at you about 20 feet away. And he goes, Now, Schmibble, no we did hire, hire you for a reason. And I aim the cannons up and I shoot the giant's fingers with both of them. With both of them? With both of them. Okay. Did anything uh, happen? No, nothing happened. Damn. <laughs> Fuck. Well, that, that was a smart move, though. That was a good move. Right? I thought I might have, might have reset. And what was that purpose for? Because you're predictable. And the giant lets go. And you're falling and falling, falling. And you hit the ground. Uh, you fall about... I use Featherfall. Huh? I cast Featherfall. When you when <laughs> the cloaked man sees that, he just shakes his head. And uh, he casts Counterspell. Oh, shit. <laughs> what is counter, how does Counterspell read? Uh, as long as you're 90 feet of him, you could negate a spell that was just cast. It uses your reaction. Okay, Google. Roll 10d6. I was about to say, do you want me to just fucking roll it? Like, oh my god. <laughs> the roll's at up to 36. Ah, so I'm not insta-killed. Just 36? Yeah, so, but you're unconscious, right? Yeah, I'm, I'm super- And then he yeah. stomps on you. Okay, I had to kill Oh, oh. <laughs> Just really had to add insult to injury, huh? Alright, that's fair. And just then, Kota, you see the uh, man you've been holding hostage it's turn uninvisible. No, no, no. There's another person here who's been bound and gagged. I mean, I only I didn't mention it for, you know, story reasons. <laughs> OK, that's fair. OK, that's there's fair. a guy dressed up in military clothes. He has a detective hat on and uh, your master comes back and just kicks him off the head of the giant and he falls and he lands kind of semi near Schmibble and he dies on impact. Oh, and your master shakes his head and he goes, if only he uh, just acted a teensy bit with more respect. Which one? Because, I mean, they both got a pretty brutal end, I gotta say. This one... And he nods to Ada. This one's bound for better things. So so I get to keep them? <laughs> no, 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 no. Drop her off the edge. She can deal with those two. Uh, dang it. Are you... Sh- uh, no, you know, I'm not gonna question you. I understand. You, you know what's better. All right. And then I like, I like hold up. <laughs> I hold them up like in front of me with the astral arms. So like they're, they're laying limp there, or I guess the, you know I have them standing up, but like the heads limp. And I'm just like, Master says you're you're bound for better things. So I do hope that you come by again and play with me. Although I hope next time you're a little more friendly. Uh, <laughs> I just... and, then, and, and then I just like, I just yeah. And then I lean them over the giant. Uh, ho- holding the just head. the toes, uh, <laughs> and then I and then I just drop them. Your master casts Featherfall, and she drops nicely down as the giant's starting to stand, and she flutters down next to the body of Schmibble, and a little further away is the body of her commanding officer, who was working on a case against the evil warlord <laughs> Schmibble, <laughs> who was uh, really into slavery and probably intended to take over other towns. Eventually, when she wakes up, she'll find this out. 
as the giant stands, writes himself. You guys can see the smushed towns of Diamond Pond and the bandit camp. And you guys continue forward on the back of this giant, you and your master. So, uh, what are we going to do next, master? The Champion Mountains. Back in the freezing, perpetually dark nightmare that is the quarantine zone, Flip Flippington and Charles make their way through the snow. Flip insists this is now crucial to his plan. He left the queasy knoll with the other infected at the lab. The teleportation circle he placed here came in clutch. He didn't want to bother the cloaked guy who will just complain about using too much power and just bum him out. Flip doesn't need him. There's a dark spot in the snow. Flips shapes water and moves the snow out of the way. His metal hatch, with a thin layer of black slime on it, Flip nods to Charles, who struggles to open the hatch, his spidery legs not able to properly grip it. He eventually gets it open somehow, and they drop down into a dark tunnel. The black slime recedes, as if it is beckoning them towards what lies ahead. They continue onwards, unimpressed. They eventually get to what looks like a bomb shelter. There are hundreds of egg clusters on the walls hanging from the ceiling, and suspended from the ceiling is a humanoid with a dim glow in its center. Hanging from the ceiling by strands of the slime, a voice booms from the figure saying, Flip Flippington, it is laughable that you think. Uh, you know what, I don't, I don't think I need to describe this. You can picture what a epic wizard versus infection slime guy would be like just watch on youtube like top 10 anime fights and then you know just picture flip as one of them and uh slime guys the other my particular favorite is uh naruto and sasuke versus momoshiki just watch that and you'll be like whoa this is them yeah that's them okay anyway they stop at the lab everyone who remains is standing there drooling the lights are on but no one's home they grab Nexus and teleport away from the scene. They now stand in a large room lit only by the glass cases that line the walls. This appears to be some sort of headquarters for Flip as he takes off his shoes. He gazes around at the clones which reside in the cases, looks at the dozens of Flip Flippingtons that for some time now has allowed him to come back to life. He says to Charles, open the cases. Here we go and takes one of those eggs from the quarantine zone out of his robe. It looks different from the others. Its light is bright and there appears to be something moving within. And he scarfs it down. <laughs>